0: Welcome to Empowered by Hope, a new podcast where we share our insights, optimism, and enthusiasm for medicine and all its possibilities. In each episode, we'll dive into the health and medical topics that matter most to you, our listeners, right here in Orange County, California. Thank you for being here today. We are joined by Dr. Annie Ray, who practices family medicine with Hogue, and we're talking about all things primary care, from picking the right doctor to choosing your insurance plan and some things you may want to know about that. Dr. Ray, thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I love talking about primary care.
0: Okay, let's start with some clarification here. What is the difference between family medicine, pediatrics, and internal medicine?
1: So all three of those can provide primary care. It's often something that's confusing for patients. And then there's also for women the added confusion of, do I see my OBGYN for primary care or do I need a separate primary care doctor? And so I think it's great to clarify that. So the easiest one to define is pediatrics. A pediatrician is going to see children of all ages from birth through generally age 18, although sometimes they like to transition their patients out of pediatrics closer to 17, and sometimes they wait until 19. The family doctors are variable in how they treat different ages. So some family doctors like myself still see patients from newborn all the way to the end of life. Some family doctors narrow that down and see children from the age of 12 through later in life. Internal medicine doctors see adults only, so age 18 and up. Some of them will do women's health, and most family doctors also do basic women's health. So, if you're seeing a family doctor, usually you don't need to see an OBGYN for separate women's health appointments. If you're seeing an internal medicine doctor, sometimes you do still need to see an OBGYN for your women's health
0: appointments. Wow. That
1: might have made it more confusing instead of clarifying
0: it. Okay, no, take a <laughs> breath because that was a lot of information. I feel like I just learned so much. From there, let's talk about this. How do I select a doctor that's right for me? Because that is a lot of information. Um, I Mm -hmm. feel like the pediatrics one, you're right. That's the easiest one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I think you want to take into account the style that you're looking for in terms of how the person practices medicine. So one of the ways that it can be really helpful to choose the right doctor for you is just to determine, okay, how old am I? Or how old is the person that needs to see a doctor? And then you can go online Hogue has great physician profiles, a lot of them with videos that give you an idea of how the people practice. So let's say, for example, I'm a 25-year-old healthy young lady, and I just need kind of basic primary care. You'd have the option of seeing either an internal medicine doctor or a family doctor, if you see a family doctor, chances are you can get all-in-one health care, get your pap smears done there, as well as your basic primary care, and have it be a very one-stop shop. If you're a little bit older, maybe have more complex medical problems, it might benefit you to see an internal medicine doctor who has a little bit more in-depth experience with complex medical issues. If you are a young family It can also be really helpful to see a family doctor because then your children and yourself can see the same doctor. So if health problems come up, let's say a little one gets strep throat, you can also be seen by that same doctor, get everyone taken care of at once. I'm obviously biased a little bit towards family medicine in that way. I think it's really convenient. You can also get the same care by having your own primary care doctor have your kids see their pediatrician.
0: Okay, very helpful. What would you recommend doing to prepare for an appointment?
1: I think there's a few things that are really important and sometimes are overlooked. So one thing is to gather together all of the medicines that you take, all of the supplements and vitamins that you take, get them either a detailed list or just bring the bottles themselves in to your appointment so we can reconcile all the things you're doing for your health already. It can also be helpful if you're coming in as a new patient to bring copies of outside records you might have, like your previous vaccinations, if you've had any significant medical problems, the records for those, or at least the information, the address, the phone number of those, where you had the workups done for those so that we can get the
0: records. Okay, that's really good to know.
1: I also recommend that patients make a list of their current concerns because a lot of the time when you show up at the doctor, you might be under a little bit of stress at that moment and not remember something that's really important that you wanted to talk about. You might not always be able to have that whole list addressed at one appointment. In fact, usually if it's the longer list, you'll need a few appointments. But getting it all together before you go in helps you prioritize and triage which things need to be taken care of first and which can wait.
0: Okay, that's really good advice. Yeah. What about scheduling? Do you have any tips for scheduling your primary care appointment? Yes. So it can be really helpful to
1: do a couple of things to streamline this process. Number one, a little tip. If you call later in the week, the office phones typically are much less busy. So rather than calling first thing on a Monday, try calling on a Thursday or a Friday for your appointment. Another thing is we now have online scheduling for a lot of Hogue doctors. And so you can utilize that to not have any hold time on the phone. If you're not sure about which doctor is covered on your insurance plan and who you can see, there's actually a phone number you can call with Hogue insurance specialists. That number is 888-803-3038.
0: Okay. Really fantastic. Very helpful. That tip about calling at the end of the week is going to (laughs) be really nice for a lot of us. Okay. Let's talk about insurance because Mm -hmm. this is something that's confusing. Which is better, an HMO or a PPO plan? What difference is that going to make for me? It
1: really varies person to person. And I'll be honest with you, I really didn't understand this until I had been working in healthcare for a long time, because it's just a really confusing choice. So... The basic way that I like to think about HMO versus PPO, an HMO plan is a good budget-friendly option where all of your health care goes through your primary care doctor to determine if you do or do not need certain referrals or certain labs. So that makes a very efficient system. And because it's efficient, you're able to pay a lower premium generally. Whereas with a PPO plan, you have a lot more autonomy. You generally are able to see specialists and to get labs done without needing prior authorization from your primary care doctor. But usually you'll pay more out of pocket if you do if you do need a lot of things done. So if you're a generally healthy person who doesn't have a lot of needs to see, specialist, you don't need a lot of referrals, you don't need uh, any kind of expensive workups done, HMO plan can be really helpful. If you do have a lot of specialists that you need to see and you want to see really specific providers within that, a PPO plan gives you a lot more flexibility. A PPO plan can also be nice in that you can get a health savings account attached to your PPO plan. And that gives you a lot more freedom with your healthcare spending. You can use that to pay for things like therapy, for massage therapy, to help pay for your copays pays or your over- over-the-counter medications and supplements. You won't get that with an HMO plan.
0: Very useful information. Thank you for everything that you've explained today. You're going to help a lot of people with that information. We appreciate it. Dr. Annie Ray. Thank you so much for having me. And for our audience, I'd like to tell you more about Dr. Annie Ray. She attributes her interest in medicine to her father, who is a physician, and her mother, who served as a doula. It's no wonder that growing up in a family focused on others has produced a physician committed to patient-centric, high-quality health care. As a board-certified family medicine physician, Dr. Ray specializes in the health and well-being of young families. She enjoys treating whole families, which includes newborns to grandparents and everyone in between, and finds immense joy in helping patients of all ages. Dr. Ray received her medical degree from University of California, San Francisco and completed her residency at University of Utah Department of Family and Preventative Medicine. She has special interests in women's health, pediatrics, and pre- and postnatal care. When she's not at the office, Dr. Ray enjoys spending time with her husband, also a physician at Hogue, and their four children. She also maintains an active lifestyle and enjoys yoga and riding her Peloton. If you're looking for a new primary care provider during open enrollment, head to hoaghealth.org. And thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening to the Empowered by Hogue podcast. If you haven't already, please remember to like, comment, and review, and subscribe to catch all our future episodes. For more information on Hoag or to book an appointment, visit Hogue.org. That's hoag.org. That's org.